0: This program is made possible by the giving of the God-Called Partners of Renner Ministries.
1: Hello, friends. I've been waiting for you, and I'm so glad that you're with me today. I have something very important I want to talk to you about, and that's that intimate relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit God, when he saved us, he didn't just save us so that we would obey all the rules and keep all the regulations. No, he invited us into a divine relationship, a divine communion with him. And when we come to him, Our life should never be the same. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is some people who came into relationship, an encounter with Jesus, and they were never the same. And I want to encourage you by offering you also my husband's sparkling gem from the Greek number one and sparkling gems from the Greek number two. Now, you say, well, those are huge books. Well, they are, but you eat them little by little. They're daily devotionals. And these books are going to help you to understand and and unlock the secrets that are inside of you by the Holy Spirit. Isn't that exciting? Now, listen to this. This is out of my husband's book. He's talking about us being spiritually rich because the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. It says, these words describe people so full of the Word of God that their entire being is affected. Their hearts are full of joy. Their minds are flooded with wisdom and understanding. And their mouths are filled with singing to the Lord. These people have struck it rich. Spiritually. When you got born again and the Holy Spirit came on the inside, you struck it rich. And these books, honestly, they're going to help you in your journey of finding out who you are and what God has done on the inside of you. And also, I want to offer you my new book. It's called Unstoppable. I believe more than ever that we need this message to be unstoppable, to not stop in giving forgiveness, to not stop in refusing fear, to not stop in being affected by other people's negative opinions. And this book is gonna encourage you to not stop. The pressures that we feel right now in this world for different reasons, they're real. And we need to have a resolve on the inside of us that, yes, I feel these pressures. Yes, I see these problems. Yes, I'm facing these problems, but the greater one lives inside of me. And I've made a decision that I'm going with him and I'm going to be unstoppable. So I want you to have this book also. Well, Stay with me, and we will begin our teaching. I'm so excited to open the Word of God to you today and talk about our encounter, that one-on-one personal relationship with Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, it says that, "...he who is with the Lord is one Spirit." We're not trying to get to God. God already lives inside of you, inside of me. And you just heard from the word of God that we're not we're not separate. We're one. When the Holy Spirit came inside of us, he didn't say I'm going to stand over here and you're going to stand over there. No, he said we're going to be one. We're going to be one spirit together. Friend, I know that's amazing. And that's what I want to talk to you about today and people that have had an encounter with Jesus and that it changed their life forever. But before we get started, if you need prayer, please let us know. Please let us know how we can pray for you. We're here there for you. To pray for you. There have been so many testimonies of people who have called in for prayer. I even heard one testimony where a woman called in and they thought that the baby inside of her was dead. And they went to the doctor the next day and they felt a heartbeat. They heard a heartbeat in that child but you know what happened? That mother called for prayer. The Bible says that where two or more agree together, touching anything, it's in that agreement that it will be done by our father, which is in heaven. And we're just waiting there by phone or by email to agree with you. And if God's done something special in your life, please let us know about it because we want to rejoice with you. Well, the person that I'm going to talk to you about today who had a one-on-one encounter with Jesus was the woman at the well. And we find her story in John chapter 4. And chapter 4, verses 4 through 37. So we see that Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus was tired. And the disciples went into town to go get some food. And Jesus uh, went by this well. And and the Bible says he was, uh, that's amazing that the Bible says he was tired. Can you imagine how tired Jesus was? I mean, preaching all the time, walking all the time, trying to direct the disciples. And it says that he was tired. And when he was leaning on that well, there was a woman that came and he asked her for a drink. And... uh She said, how is it, in verse 9, that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink? I'm a Samaritan woman, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So what Jesus was doing was already against culture. But Jesus wasn't trying to obey cultural rules. He was on assignment and he, there was something that was going to happen with this woman. She was going to have an encounter with Jesus that was going to change her life forever. And in verse 10 Jesus answered and said to her, "If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, "Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have had given you, living water. I want to direct our attention to these words, if you knew the gift of God. Now, this woman, if, as we learn about her in the story, as you learn about her in the story, Jesus has several words of knowledge, and he asks her, Uh, go get your husband. She says, well, I don't have a husband. And then uh, Jesus says, oh, you've spoken well. You've had five husbands. And the man that you are with now, and you're living with, he's not your husband. So Jesus is unveiling to this woman her life. And we would say that a woman like this If you knew a woman that was, had been married five times and now this woman is living with another man that she's not married to, you and I might possibly think this isn't a very nice woman. We might think this woman, she's probably hurt a lot of people. She has probably a lot of enemies Uh, She probably has emotional problems because she can't stay married to anybody. And now the man that she's living with, she's not married to. But Jesus, we might think that. But Jesus, he's focused on something else. He's not just focused on her problem because that's not her real problem. Her real problem is verse 10, and we just read it. He said to her, if you knew the gift of God, that's the real problem. I mean, yes, her life is a mess. But that's not the real problem. Probably people are talking about her on the streets. If you would have walked down the streets of Zikar, you probably would have heard somebody talking about this woman and how terrible and unstable that she was. That would be looking on the outside. But Jesus, he wasn't looking on the outside. He was looking on the inside. And he saw that her real problem wasn't being such uh, an adulterous woman. Yes, that's bad. Jesus never excuses sin. But her real problem was that she didn't know the gift of God. When I was reading this, I thought, God, that's the difference between people who are saved and good things going on in their life. And maybe God's healed you, your body. Maybe God saved your mind. Maybe God saved your child. Maybe God's helped you financially. Maybe you've seen the blessings of the Lord. But what's the difference between you? And this woman or someone else who's caught up in a horrible lifestyle that you uh, you look at it and you are aghast that someone could do something like that. What's the difference between you and them? There's one huge difference, and that is that you know the gift of God and they don't. I know the gift of God, And the person that I look at on the street, and they have tremendous problems, what's the difference? Is it that I'm better than them? Is it that I have the right to look my nose down on them and say, if if I had their problems, I would never act like that? Is that it? No. No, the real problem is not their lifestyle. The real problem is they don't know the gift of God. Praise God. If you're born again, you and I, we know the gift of God. That's what makes our lives so different. But this precious woman that Jesus was having an encounter with, she didn't know the gift of God. Well, of course, in Jesus, he goes on. He reveals more of who God is and who he is and who she is. And God begins to reveal that she could have living water and that he's the one who could give it to her. No, there's a problem when people don't know things. There's a problem with you and I when we don't know things. We might do something wrong just because we don't know. I I was uh, heard a testimony just last week, and my friend was invited to a wedding, and they were saying they were saying, well, uh, well, we don't drink, and that. And the other person said, but everybody's going to be drinking. But because my friend stood up and said, well, I don't drink, then the bride and groom said, well, we didn't know there was anything wrong with drinking. We didn't even know that we shouldn't have this at our wedding and they listened to my friend and they listened to her say, why? And what can alcohol do in your life? And do you really want it in your wedding? And they said, you know, we, we never thought about this. We never really knew. Are there some things that you just don't know and maybe you made a mistake? Jesus said on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Why? Because they don't know. But Jesus was coming into this woman's space. She was having an encounter with him, and this woman was beginning to know some things. Jesus continues to reveal the truth to her and her need and who God is, and who she is, and that God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. In verse 25, we read, the woman said to him, this is her encounter with Jesus, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speaks to you am he. At this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you seek or why are you talking with her? And verse 28, The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, Come and see a man who told me all the things I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Now this encounter with Jesus was so amazing with this woman. Why did she come to that well? She came to the well to get water. But when she had the encounter with Jesus, what did she leave at the well? She left her water pot I think she was so amazed by who she was talking to, what he was saying to her, his very presence, that she forgot that she even came there for water. Oh, but that woman, she came there for water that would perish, but she didn't leave there with water that would perish. She left there with living water. You know, when you came to Jesus, did you leave something behind and take something new with you? That's what happened to me. When I came to Jesus, I left behind... I didn't dress quite properly for a Christian because I was just so religious and and I wasn't convicted about how I dressed. I didn't care about that. But when I had that encounter with Jesus, do you know that I left behind dressing like that? That day that I had that encounter with him, I went to bed that night. That next morning, I went to my closet to get dressed. I looked at my clothes and the Holy Spirit said to me, well, you won't be wearing that today. Nope, you won't be wearing that today. Nope, you won't be wearing that today. Why? Why? Because at that encounter with Jesus, I left behind my immodest, immodest apparel. And I took a hold of an apparel that complimented and glorified God. When I came to Jesus, I left behind my relationship with my mom that wasn't very good and not very respectful. And I gained a relationship so wonderful with my mom that she became like my best friend. When I came to Jesus, I left behind a religious rule-keeping person and I became one who was on fire for Jesus. When I had my encounter with Jesus, I I left behind not even being able to talk about him. And I grabbed a hold of a power to witness about him to anyone that would stand still and listen to me. What did you leave behind when you came to Jesus? And what did you take a hold of? Oh, friend, it's so good to remember these things. Think of that precious woman. Look at all that she left behind. She left her water pot behind. It was the most important thing for her that day was to get water. She left it behind and she took a hold of living water and a testimony of a man who had changed her life and knew everything about her. And she invited a whole city to come and talk to him. Amazing what we leave behind and what we come away with when we when we have that encounter with Jesus. Maybe through all these pressures that you're experiencing, I don't know what you're experiencing in your life. I don't know what kind of worries or cares you come into. Maybe you've picked up some of those things that you left behind. Maybe you picked up offense. Maybe you picked up worry. Maybe you picked up uh, not just not being thankful. It's time to leave that behind again and pick up thankfulness. Pick up trusting in God. Pick up forgiveness. Because that's what having an encounter with Jesus is like. Friend, we come into that place with him, that divine communion that we were talking about at the first of the program, and we hear him say, I love you, but let's leave behind this and let's take this. Let's give up that offense. Let's take on forgiveness. Let's give up that complaining and let's be thankful for everything. Is that not amazing that we can have such a relationship with our God? I'm so thankful that I had that encounter with him and that I can have that encounter with him every single day. He invites me into that communion every single day. He invites you into that communion with him every single day. Friend, it's been my great privilege to be with you today and share this word with you. And we're going to come, I'm going to come back to you and I want to pray for you.
0: Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, She opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life. As only Denise can do, she talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions, and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long how to embrace freedom and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
2: My name is Joel Renner coming to you right from Moscow, Russia. And I wanna tell you about the certain outreaches of our ministry that we do here in Russia. You know, people need help. but More importantly, people need Jesus. And in these outreaches that we provide, people can have both. They can receive help and Jesus. For decades, we have been able to touch millions of lives with the gospel of Christ and the love of God. We've been privileged to do this through broadcasting Christian television programs all over the world, starting churches that are thriving to this day, visiting orphanages with gifts for children and the workers, visiting prisons to minister hope in God's Word, visiting mental institutions to share the freedom that is found in Christ, equipping graduates of our Bible Seminary so they can go out and help others, reaching thousands through our Internet Good News Church with Bible teaching and spiritual care. Because of you, we are able to take the gospel of Christ both to our nearby world and to the ends of the earth. Please call or go to renner.org to make a financial donation so that through your giving, we can continue to make this huge difference in people's lives.
1: Friend, is that not amazing that God invites us to such a communion with Him every day that He can say to us, you need to leave this behind, you need to let this go, and you need to take this. You need to let go of the fence. You need to take very close to you, forgiveness. You need to let go of fear and you need to take a hold of courage. What a powerful God and a powerful relationship that we have with him. Well, I want to pray for you, but before I pray for you to help you in this journey, I again want to offer to you unstoppable because it's going to encourage you to keep pressing through. Others have pressed through. Others have faced very impossible situations, and they kept pressing through, and they got the prize. And that's for you, and that's for me. Father, I thank you for my dear precious friend today that's listening. And Lord Jesus, I thank you that you've given us the divine Holy Spirit on the inside and he is the helper and the comforter and the one who makes adjustments inside of us. And right now by your presence, we say yes to you. Holy Spirit, make adjustments in us. We present ourselves to you. That live sacrifice to hear from you and make adjustments today. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and all the glory for your power and your commitment to us. And we pray in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for being with me and I'll see you on my next program.